Brands on Brands. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today we are talking about how to write show notes for your podcast and how to write your podcast blog. Check it out. In a world where content is king and your reputation is your brand, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands, a home for those that think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here is your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 welcome to Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal branding coach, and I believe that building a brand that matters today is the only way to thrive tomorrow. Appreciate you being here. Today, we're talking about podcast show notes and blogging. That's right, how to write the show notes for your podcast and the blog for your podcast. And hopefully, as you guys listen today, you'll get some useful tips so that you can follow some best practices that are gonna actually help your show be more findable and help listeners decide to actually tune into your episodes, the actual episodes that they're looking for that day. Uh, before we get into that, if you'd like to refer back to any of the lessons from today, just go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash blog for the epic blog for this show and others. And you can see how I write my blog for episodes like this and also the show notes. Also, would you like to know how to convert one hour of content into one month of content? For all you podcasters and content creators out there, I've created a step-by-step -step guide just for you all about repurposing content. Download it now at my free resources page at brandsonbrands.com forward slash resources. Now let's jump into the show. Brands on Brands. So podcast show notes and blogging. First off, your podcast show notes provide the description of your episode and that helps your listeners decide should they tune in or skip it. That's right. Your listeners just by the notes and how you describe the show that you're recording are making a decision if this show is for them or not, or if this episode is for them or not. Those words are important. And the keywords you use also help your episode get found. Why? Well, because there are computers and algorithms that are written to scan the descriptions you've used to describe your episodes and the titles you've used to describe your episodes and figure out if someone's searching for this on the podcast player, should we show them your show? Should we show them your episode? Is your show generally about this topic that they've typed in? So you do have to be thinking about how you write these things. Also, I'd like to say one of the biggest mistakes I see podcasters make consistently, I mean like a lot of podcasters, especially when they're starting out, one of the biggest mistakes I see them make on their websites is using their show notes as their blog. And we'll talk about that. We'll talk about why that matters. So the topics that we're going to dive into to get a little bit more specific today about podcast show notes and blogging. First, I'm going to go through keywords, the importance of keywords, how to think about them when writing your show notes. Also, format, how to format your show notes. The summary paragraph, how to write like the structure of that summary. And then blogging. We're going to dive a little bit into blogging in terms of show notes and how, how you convert those into blogs. So those are the four things we'll go through. Uh, and we'll start with keywords. This is, I think, by far the most important of all of them. I think a lot of us 
understand keywords at a macro level or at a basic level, but we don't really think about them all the time for every episode we create. And I think that's a change we'd have to make in our mindset. Keywords for every episode should be included in the first sentence and repeated in the paragraphs of your show notes. Keywords being the main words, the main topic of that episode's subject matter. So if you're doing a uh, episode about parenting, then the word parenting should be in the episode title, and it should be in the first sentence of the show notes in terms of the description of what the episode's about. And it should be repeated a few other times in the description. Why? Because if you're having to explain that the show is about parenting and you're talking about different parenting topics, you're going to use that word multiple times, right? So keywords are important. And I'm not saying overstuff your descriptions with them. I'm saying that they should be used repeatedly in a way that makes sense and whatever seems to fit how you're describing your show, right? So the, the reason that this matters is because when people type in the word parenting, your show will pop up. That episode will pop up specifically, especially if it's right there in the title and in the description subsequently. So it helps your show get found. And more importantly, it helps the audience know what the show's about. So every time someone searches for that, your show pops up. They choose it because the words are right there describing it uh, in a way that tells them that this is the right show for them. That also lets the, the computers and algorithms know that this show is the one that people are searching for. And it continues to put you at the top as a relevant search result, okay? So those keywords help your show get found. And guess what? Though the way you write those notes also will start to translate into how your show gets found, not just in the podcast players, but later on as you're repurposing it, it'll help with how your show gets found in the search engines for your blog and on other channels if you end up repurposing to YouTube and places like that. So think about your keywords up front because if you get it right the first time, then as you start to reiterate and change your content across different channels, it carries through so you don't have to do it over and over and over again. Now, before you get further into the next couple of topics, I do want to say if you are new to podcasting and you're just trying to figure out you know, what your podcasting ideas could be, or you've even started a podcast and you're just like, how can I continue to make better episodes, newer episodes, go check out the first episode of this season, uh, which is episode 150. It's called Podcasting Ideas for Beginners. Start there and then look at the solo episodes there and, and following it. And you'll see all of my podcasting tips uh, that we've started to build out this season. And if you're not sure how to find that, just go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash 150. That's the easiest way to get there. Okay, so next subject within podcast show notes and blogging. Format. Uh, and this is how do you format your the actual show notes that you're writing? Like what what is the structure of the paragraphs and the words of the paragraphs? Uh, when you're writing your show notes. So I'm going to give you the standard show notes. And this is not to be confused with blogs. This is the thing that you're actually typing into the description box on your podcast host, which is what shows up in the podcast player. So if you find an episode of mine in the podcast player, there's going to be a small paragraph or two that describes just this episode. And I put that on my hosting provider. I use Libsyn. Uh, it's where I enter all the details of my show. And one of them is show description. And this is where I enter uh, this information that we're about to talk about. So how do you format that? Well, what I like to do is I like to give a summary paragraph first. And that summary paragraph is going to have in the very first sentence, the keywords that we talked about that says, today's show is about XYZ. And then 
right under those, it could be one or two paragraphs, but under that summary paragraph, you want to get into your show highlights, which will be bullets of a couple of key points that are easy for people to skim through. Could be four or five, just moments in time within the show that give people a feel for the topics because you can summarize it, but giving a key point, which maybe is outside of the summary, that's more specific about what they're going to learn, what they're going to hear, a memorable moment. All of those are going to entice them to want to listen to the show. Your job here in this description is to convince them that this show has exactly what they're looking for. So these bullets allow you to add a little bit more variety or specificity into how you're describing what's in the show so that you might catch their attention and say, this is the show for you. And then below the bullets, the next thing you're going to want to add are memorable quotes. Memorable quotes from the show. What do the memorable quotes do? Well, number one, you're going to need quotes for social media later on. But number two, as they see these things, maybe they'll read one or two of them and they'll have those impactful moments in a short form that they can digest. And maybe those quotes are the thing that captures their attention or draws them in, right? So this is three different things drawing them into the show. And there's a point to that. Every one of these things is designed to give you a different chance to entice the person to listen. All three of them, the summary for the people that just want to know what it's about, the highlights for the people that are looking for a little more detail, and the quotes for the people that are looking for maybe uh, something to pull them in emotionally, right? Because they're, they've been moved by something in the quote. Yeah, that's possible, right? All three of them designed to bring people into the show because your goal is to get them to listen at this point. They're just scanning and you want them to go from being a scanner to being a listener, okay? So after your quotes, now you get into adding a couple of guest links, like where to find, if you're interviewing someone, where to find the links from the guests that you've uh, been interviewing. And then also your host links. So if you don't have a guest, you won't need the guest links. You'll just have host links. But if you have both, the host links are going to be what to do next. It's going to be how to either contact you, how to download your freebie, or how to continue listening or subscribing or following your show, right? So get your host links in there for every episode. That's the simple format for show notes. Uh, it's very easy to follow, very easy to use. And it's a pretty common format for a lot of podcasters. Now I'm going to talk about that summary paragraph. I, I mentioned that earlier on. This is my third little topic for you guys today. The summary paragraph, which is the first one or two paragraphs that start your show notes before you get into the, the highlights in bullet form. Those summary paragraphs also can follow a pretty simple structure so you know how to do it every time. And why is structure important? Well, I'm hoping that even though you might be doing this when you're getting started, that at some point you can pass this on for someone else to do for you, that you can hire a VA uh, that can, uh, a virtual assistant to help you create these things so that you're not using your time to do it. But I know as some of you are starting out, you're doing a lot of this yourself, but hopefully you've got, you can write all this down, write your steps down so that you can pass it on to someone else to do when you uh, are growing. So what's in a summary paragraph? Well, first off your first sentence, we mentioned it should have your keyword, but it should be the main thesis of your show. The, the main takeaway, the main topic of coverage described in a succinct way in one sentence, right? So that should be the first part of your summary paragraph. It should definitely explain the main thesis of your show. The next elaboration point or the next part in your summary paragraph should elaborate on that thesis by expanding on what else they're going to hear or what that means. Uh, and I like to think of it as three main topics being covered in your show. So you have your main thesis, and then within that thesis, you have three main topics 
that are being covered. And it could be four, it could be two, it could be five. Um, but I like to aim for three because that's how people remember things. They remember things in threes. So if you could say, okay, today we're covering X, Y, and Z, then you're you're, you're pretty much covered. So uh, to take this as an example, so today's show is about podcast show notes, right? So I could say, hey, today we're going to be talking about podcast show notes. The things you're going to be hearing today in the show are how to format your show notes, uh, how to summarize them, and how to convert them into a blog. Those are three things that I would call my main topics, right? That's how I'm writing my summary paragraph, the same way you'd speak it. And also that's important because I write it the same way I'm hoping to speak it when I'm introducing my show at the top of the show. And what that does is if I introduce it that way consistently, now the person who's writing my show notes doesn't have to invent it from scratch. They can actually take it from my own words that I use to describe it every time I start a show. That saves a little bit of time, especially if you're using transcription to pull the words out and they can just copy the words from what you exactly said and type them into your show notes. Saves a lot of time there. So summary paragraph should include your main thesis of the show, three main topics being covered, and then next, why they should listen. In other words, you've explained these are the things you're talking about, but why is it? Why are those things important? Why do they need to know them? Why is that information helpful to the person listening? And then lastly, if you do have a guest on the show, you should be including any guest information, any of their accolades or what, why you invited them on the show, who they are, what their important accomplishments are. That should be included in your summary paragraph as well. Now, that might be the one thing that in some cases you can flip to the top of the show. If you need to move their guest information up uh, higher, you might want us to have your main thesis and then your guest information and then your main topics. You can play with that structure depending on what you think is going to entice more people to listen? Is it the topic or is it the guest? You know, if it's a big, big name guest, then you may want to lead with that right at the beginning of your summary paragraph. Okay. So next we're going to dive into blogging. Now this, as I mentioned before, is where I see a lot of podcasters taking the easy way out, which is just using the same show notes you put into your podcast player, uh, using those same notes and creating a blog post on your website. Now, what I would advise is that you actually create a real blog, a real readable blog for your website. Now, why is that? Well, show notes are great summaries that bring people into your show, but they don't have a lot of information in terms of a blog. They aren't what people are going to actually want to read and feel like they've read a blog post in a way that they took something out of it. It's a table of contents. It's not an actual readable piece of content. So I like to make sure that if you're doing a blog that's on your website, I want you to think of your blog as something that is telling Google, this is what my website's about. This is something that you should use to judge me as to who I'm helping and should you show them my content? Because that's actually what's happening, right? And if you're just doing show notes, you're creating all these web pages that have very little information to let Google know what your show's about or what your content's about and what your website's about. So it actually could be confusing. So I would, maybe when you're starting, if that's the only thing you can do, fine. But at some point you might want to go back, delete those pages and create new blogs for the episodes you've created. But if you can start with it, even better, that's, that's even better. So think about this. Your blog also is where you send people from social media. So when you say, hey, I have a new show today, I want you to check it out. Uh, instead of sending them to the podcast player, send them to your blog. When you send them there, Instead of it just being quick show notes and the player, you actually have a full blog embedded with a great little intro. And then under the intro, 
is the ability, you know, your podcast player, which allows them to play the show right there from the web page. But also for a lot of people, they don't have the time to listen to the show right then. But if you write a full blog that is enticing and engaging and has proper headlines and breaks and is condensed in a way that makes sense for a blog and has pictures, they might just read the blog instead of listening to the podcast. And that's good too. You're giving them a good experience. And if they then are enticed to go somewhere else on your website to listen to some other content or read some other content, that's letting Google know that you are a relevant website with interesting content for certain types of topics and categories. That is the point of your blog. So don't think show notes is going to do the trick. Also, don't think straight transcription is going to do the trick. It's not the same. Why? Well, yeah, it might have some keywords in it that search engines might pick up, but it's not readable. It's not the th- something that someone actually wants to go through and read. And if someone opens your your blog, they see the transcription, but then they quickly leave because there's nothing to read. That's sending a negative signal to Google and search engines, letting them know that this isn't something that people actually read. So don't hurt yourself by making those mistakes. Get out there. And if you're going to commit to making a blog and you want a website that actually performs and drives traffic for you, then you have to get into the steps of converting your show into a, a full blog post. Now, I can't get into how to do all of that today, but to let you know that you should be doing it, it should be something worth reading and it should be something that helps with search engine optimization. But if you want more information on that, feel free to reach out. This is something I coach people on. Uh, it's part of my repurposing coaching programs. And if you know, I work with people weekly or monthly or even one off and you can just schedule time with me. And you can do that at brandsonbrands.com forward slash coach and see if there's a time available that you you want to pick my brain. It could just be one time if you want to talk about this kind of stuff. Happy to help and give you the information you need to move forward. And if you guys want examples, you could always check out my stuff. Go to brandsonbrands.com forward slash blog and you'll see exactly what I'm doing. I'm not hiding this from you. It's all right there uh, as an example. Uh, And you can see how I convert things to social media on my Instagram accounts. You can see all my blog posts there on my website. You can see exactly how I'm making these things. But if you want to know the steps to take to make this faster and easier for you, because I know that time is of the essence and a lot of you feel like this takes a lot of time to do, but it doesn't if you have the right steps and processes. I'm happy to show you those and walk you through those uh, if you need help with that. Happy to help. So that's what I got for you guys today. Those are my podcast show notes and blogging tips for you. If you've enjoyed the show, please interact with me, take a screen grab and tag me on Instagram at Brandon Berkmeyer. I will respond. I will. I would love to communicate with you. And remember, building your brand is a journey. Tackle these little items each day and move forward. I hope these tactics shared today were super helpful. Thank you for listening as always. And I will catch you guys next time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to help you build a brand that matters. Head over to BrandsOnBrands.com for resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit BrandsOnBrands.com.